0: Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease
1: holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Hey everyone. Welcome back to You and you. So Erica and I literally just spent over an hour just talking about life and about all the things and manifestation and like, honestly, some like kind of heavy, deeper stuff, but also really exciting stuff on the horizon. And we were trying to figure out what to record about today because we honestly didn't really have a full plan, but we know for a fact that things have felt like a little bit more serious on our podcast lately, which we Definitely love because we obviously are very passionate about what it is that we share here, but we also feel like you don't get as much of like our personality in things and we want to be able to like show you more of who we are and like what makes us tick and give you also some tangible tips for yourself that maybe you could use and like relate to um, and so we were talking about the fact that we both are feeling like a little bit flared up right now, um, for v- like various reasons. And I was like, well, what if we just record about keeping your vibration high when we are flared up and like how we do that? Because I think that we both do a pretty darn good job at it and like still being ourselves, at least trying yeah. to as much as we can, even when we're flared up. Cause we all know that feeling when you're super flared up and you just are not yourself and you just feel really down and somber. But, um, Yeah. So we were like, okay, well, that's a kind of like lighter and shorter, hopefully topic. We always joke (laughs) that we're going to do a short episode and then it never turns out short. Like the times that we say it's going to be short, it ends up being like an hour, hour and a half. And we're like, we got to cut a lot out of this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So with being flared up right now, honestly, like the reason that I'm pretty flared up is because I was at, um, like this lake cabin all weekend with friends and my boyfriend and just like had so much fun. And it really, we did have like a lot of downtime and relaxation, but it also, we were like out in the sun basically the whole weekend. And that all automatically takes a lot out of you. And, you know, I'm usually super diligent because I work really, really hard during the week and weekends are like my time to just like have fun with my friends. And, um, kind of like unplug and reset a little bit because we all know that I charge up with people. Well, this weekend I wasn't like crazy diligent about what I was eating and drinking. And so I would have like bites of stuff here and there that are things that I know would flare my body up. But I was like, you know what? Like, I just want to live. And I was telling my boyfriend how frustrating it is that like, we all have that fine line of like wanting to just live your life and like be a normal person and eat whatever you want but also you don't want to have to deal with the repercussions. And so I was just talking to Erica about the fact that like, honestly, sometimes I'd rather just drink a bunch and be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to wake up hungover rather than in the back of my mind being like, I'm going to wake up and my entire body's going to just be in like inflamed and throbbing and in pain. And like, I, to me, that is not worth it to me knowing that my body might be a little bit flared up from having like bites of things versus like a bunch of drinks to me mm-hmm. is more worth it. But yeah. we all have that like fine line for ourselves.
0: Yeah. This weekend I was also with uh, my husband's parents down by the beach and you know, it, the sun was like really hot. I was out there all day and then I had a few drinks and it's like, it's kind of sucks. Cause you're always like, you know, it's always this like fine line of like, I want to have fun, but then I don't want to pay the consequences for mm-hmm. that. And it's like, that's the thing about living with an autoimmune disease is like, you're constantly trying to gauge like how far is too far, you know, yeah. because then like, say it's like, so for instance, like we were planning on being out there, um, down by the beach with his parents for a few days. And it's like, I have to gauge like, okay, the first night I get there, I can't do too much because yeah, exactly. Because the next day I want to be yes. able to like, feel good and have fun. And I was telling Rachel before we um, started recording that, uh, we, my husband and I slept on like a fold out bed, um, at the place that we were staying at. And I got like a really stiff neck and it's hard to tell, you know, whether something is specifically RA or I just got like a really stiff neck from like being on the couch or it could be a combination of both but the next day that we were there like all day I had the worst like stiff neck ever and my pain was like so bad but sadly I guess you know when you have a disease where you you know have a lot of pain from it you kind of just kind of get used to that so I know how to like still make the best out of my day
1: you know and like Like, still be yourself and have fun
0: i'm like you know what like i'm not gonna let this you know regardless if it was a stiff neck or ra or both of the things like i'm still gonna have fun like i'm still gonna laugh i'm still gonna like try to have the best time and even though i felt a little flared up like I decided, you know what? I'm going to have some freaking cocktails because (laughs) I'm down by, you know, down by the water. It's so nice. It was a perfectly like beautiful day. And I just wasn't like wanting to let that get in my way. And then of course, you know, I'm like, well, I might feel even worse tomorrow, but sometimes it's just like, you have to like live your life. You have to like try to find any joy in whatever, you know, I'm not saying alcohol has to be a part of the equation for people, Mm -hmm. but for me personally, like I like to have a few drinks, especially if I'm on like vacation mode yeah, or like I'm camping with my friends or whatever, because I know that it is healing for me in that moment because Mm -hmm. I do let go of whatever sometimes, you know, chatters in my head about you know oh you shouldn't do this because your body's gonna feel this way sometimes i'm just like i i just need to feel this (laughs) i just want to get a little you know good feeling and then you know it just like lightens my mood to where you know i'm less focused on my physical body and guys disclaimer i'm not saying that like this is like an escape but sometimes it is like the thing that you feel you need in the moment and that's different for like every single person
1: yeah. And like stuff like that, remembering that even though it might not be conducive to your health or health promoting, it's healing in a different way to like your mind in that moment. Like Erica was saying, sometimes it does get your mind off things. And that's not to say it's an escape, but sometimes we just like need that. Yeah. And um, related to when you were talking about like getting a stiff neck and just like, you know, sometimes it's from something else. Yeah. Um, this weekend, like the next day. So the first day, like I had a couple of drinks and then the next day I was like, honestly, I don't really want to drink today because yes. I like, I didn't overdo it the first night, but I knew that if I were to drink again, like mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be great. And so I was like really smart about it. I had like one drink and, um, cause I really wanted to bloody Mary in the morning. Right. Like making those decisions. And so anyway, the next day, um, we woke up and my boyfriend Max was like, Dude, I don't even, I can't even imagine how you're feeling right now. He's like, even my joints are stiff Mm -hmm. from like all the extra salt and like drinking and being outside and like, you know, in the sun that does that to anyone, much less like when you already have joint issues. And he was like, I cannot even imagine right now. Like, Mm -hmm. what can I do for you? Which obviously like feels good for someone to acknowledge. Like, yeah it probably is worse for you instead of them just being like yep i feel you like my joints hurt too i'm like no you don't feel me okay Okay. (laughs) you are not in this body (laughs) i know
0: it's crazy it's like no matter how many people try to like empathize you know with your situation you're like no but seriously like that neck pain that i had was like A ten out of ten, like any other person, probably would have just went Um, back to the room and laid down.
1: Twenty out of ten when we okay,
0: okay, yeah, it was No, I'm gonna say it was like a fifty out of ten, guys. (laughs) I literally could not move my neck, but because I guess I'm so used to dealing with, you know, fluctuations with my body, like I know that, you know, it's gonna go away. It's not gonna Mm. stay like that forever. So like you know, I don't panic. I'm just like, okay, like this sucks. Um, but like my husband knows, like he, he always like, he was, cause I wasn't actually going to drink, um, the next day after the night of sleeping crap, like having a crappy sleep because I was like, oh, well, I don't want to flare myself because I didn't sleep well the night before. And now I don't want to add this on. Yeah. But my husband's like, babe, just like, just relax. He's like, you don't, you know, he reminds me sometimes that I don't need to be a prisoner of rheumatoid arthritis, Mm -hmm. that I can still have fun because he knows once I have a few drinks, like I'm, my mind is going to be off of it Mm -hmm. and we're going to be able to like enjoy the day. And it's not to say I'm going to be sitting there miserable, but I was a little bit before I had the drinks, I was a little bit more like quiet because like the pain was like radiating. I literally couldn't even hear my, I couldn't even hear my own thoughts because it was so bad. But then I was like, you know what? Like, this is our little mini vacation. Like, I want to make the best of this. And like, I'll deal with tomorrow when tomorrow comes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like, but right now I just want to have fun. And like, for me, like laughing is the most essential part when I'm flared out. And my husband, thankfully, he knows how to make me laugh. Like, we have so many jokes around rheumatoid arthritis. Like, if you're listening and you have, you know, whatever condition that you're living with, I don't know if you have, like, any little things that you say to kind of just, like, make things funnier but like my husband so we call turmeric this is really weird but we call turmeric he calls it Ricky Tombs. so he's <laughs> like he always be like did you take your Ricky Tombs? and then like <laughs> and then like when we talk like about my joints and stuff you know he makes like a joke of like how i, I can't it's hard to see it well cuz well, obviously you can't see it but like he puts his hands out and like flares his hands like a big flare and just like he just I don't know. We have all these, like, it's hard to think about it now in the moment, but he does all these things and we have all these things that kind of make the situation less intense. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, rheumatoid arthritis is a serious chronic disease and it's scary, but it's also like, you know, I have that place in myself where I can make fun of the situation mm. and like make fun of being flared out because it's like what the fuck I can't do anything about it it's like mm. might as well just like laugh at how ridiculous it is sometimes yeah. to like get flared out Yeah, um, uh yeah but laughter is like super important to be able to just like poke
1: fun at it and just you know I don't know it just makes me feel better sometimes yeah literally i mean max and i are constantly just like joke like so many inside jokes about just everything out there it's just ridiculous like people probably look at us and they're like what the fuck are they laughing about now like Mm -hmm. just constant but when it comes to ra like there will be times when i am not myself because i'm flared up and i'm like okay i need something to take my mind off of it and he'll just like make like the dumbest joke and be like okay that was good like yeah it does take your mind off things and then like you know there's times when I'll be like getting a little bit emotional, like, because I can't, you know, I can't do something. Or like, let's say Mm -hmm. we're at like a festival or something and I have to sit down, like in the middle of the pit, I'll just like sit down and he'll be like, dude, like, and I'm like, I have to. He's like, okay. And he'll like stand around me, making sure obviously people don't like trample on me. And like our entire group, we just have the best freaking friend group. They'll all like surround me and like make sure that like I'm safe if I like have to sit down, which does happen from time to time. Um, Mm. And then I'll like stand up and just like, Laugh at how ridiculous that is. Like sitting in the middle of the pit because I don't want to leave. Like, I want to be there. I want to be in the music with my people, like jamming out. And I'll literally just be sitting on the ground, just like still raging, like jamming to the music, but sitting down. And I'm just like, I'll stand up and be like, Wow, that was ridiculous. Like, that is yes. so funny that I like have to do that. But you know, you've got to honor your body like in that moment sometimes. Um, and yeah, I think it really like laughter is the best medicine, it, it is the easiest most simple, fastest way to raise your vibration. It truly is. And that's why, like, have you seen, um, I'm sure you have, but like anyone out there, Um, there's like laughter um, therapy where you just like sit there and you make yourself start laughing. You're in a room full of people that just are laughing. And it like, honestly sounds kind of like maniacal to a certain extent, but it is very healing. And I've I've also been in live like breathwork sessions where you're breathing, you're breathing for like an hour. If anyone's like not done breathwork like that, it's really intense. Like you're going Mm -hmm. and you're basically like, Essentially, making yourself self hyperventilate. You kind of hallucinate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, at a certain point, when you're in a class like that, the teacher will be playing really loud music, and like obviously, like more a little bit calming, but sometimes more invigorating, like depending on like what she's guiding you through. And there will be times when like, depending on the class, obviously in the style, the teacher will be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, count to three and you're going to let out whatever it is, a laugh, a cry, a sob, a scream, whatever. And honestly, there's been many times in breathwork sessions like that, where I just bust out laughing. Like it really is healing. And it is a release in such a different way than like crying or anything else. Mm -hmm. And obviously like crying is great too, but This like raises your vibration in such a different way. Like laughing is seriously so important. So I can relate to like the friend situation because, you know, when we
0: go out rock climbing and I feel a little bit flared out, this is outdoors. So like the elements are way harsher because you have the weather, you know, it's like we're actually like having to climb over rocks to get to the actual place that we're climbing. It's like a whole long event. So obviously, you know, my friends know I have RA and my friends are – super hilarious. And they know how to make me laugh and like raise my vibration when I'm not feeling well, you know? And so like, even if, you know, if there's something I can't do, they're like, it's fine. Like, we'll go back to the campground. Like we'll put some music on. And like, so Rachel knows this, my friends and I, we have, we say this word blown out. Um, And basically it all started from me going on camping and climbing trips and then me getting blown out, meaning like, I'm a flat tire for like three days afterwards and so my friends always like blown out like and every time they say that it just it makes me laugh and I know I'm blown out but it's just like a funny little thing that um they do and it it really makes a difference to have like people around you that not just care about you but like literally want to like, they try to make you feel better in that moment. And you know? they want you
1: to, like, get back to yourself faster. Yes, exactly. at totally that. Yeah. No, that's
0: exactly it. They see because, like, I, like Rachel said at the beginning of this episode, it's hard to really see our personality, especially, like, I feel like even on like my Instagram and stuff like that, you would think I'm kind of a serious person. But if you asked any one of my friends, Mm -hmm. it is like they would describe me as silly. That is how I am. But I also can go into very deep conversations with people. And I love like intimate, deep conversations. But when they see me kind of like shut down in a sense of like, you know, I'm not being silly or I'm not like, you know, I'm also very like touchy feely. So if I'm more like closed off, they know like my body's not feeling good because that's not really typical of me. I mean, not to say I'm like freaking class clown making jokes all the time, but I do have a lighter sense of personality. And so when they see that I shut down, they're like, oh gosh, you know, like let's help her like get back to herself of like Mm -hmm. feeling good. Not because they can't obviously fix my physical pain, you know, they can't whatever, you know, yeah. whatever is going on in that moment, but they can definitely like make me laugh. And I value and
1: appreciate that so freaking much. Oh, a thousand percent. Like I was saying, like every time that we're out with friends, we could just be like chilling at like the, like at Lake Washington, like with our friends, like at sunset or something. And like, if I'm not feeling great, like honestly, they don't even have to like specifically do anything is the best part. Like, especially yeah. like Max will just like be himself and just crack a joke and be like, instantly just yeah, better or like my friends just like will get me up and like I'll start dancing and like I have so many people this like really saddens my heart this actually like as recently as yesterday I had someone comment on one of my TikTok videos and was like I only wish that I had days good enough where I could dance like you do Mm -hmm. and in my head I'm like everyone can dance everyone can move energy through their body no it might not look like the my crazy ass but you can like move your shoulders, you can move around and like people get so stuck in their head of like, I can't do that. Or my body, you know, is like stopping me from doing things when people see something like that and they think it's all or nothing. You have to dance like a maniac, like Rachel, or you can't, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. And sometimes I feel like, my friends help me to remember that it's not about that. Like sometimes, if I'm feeling a little bit lower, I can still get up and like move a little bit with them, and it does make me me personally feel better because yeah. dancing is one of my biggest releases, which we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, yeah, another thing like laughter, dancing, um, just yeah. being outside in the sunshine. Yeah. Like even if I'm just like sitting on the grass watching a sunset, or like I'm especially by water in the mountains, like that just like really is so incredibly healing. Yeah. Um, which I recently like got to do. Um, I was on a hike side note. I was on a hike with my best friend. She came to visit, um, in Seattle and we went on this hike and no joke. I got the craziest amount of bug bites. If anyone like saw my Instagram story, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I didn't count them. Cause I was like, I don't even want to know, but it was everywhere. They were huge welts. Yeah. And all I could do was laugh at how ridiculous it was that like, this is obviously that's not autoimmune, but like, it was so ridiculous. I was like, I have so, and she didn't have any welts. She felt herself getting bit, but she didn't get get welts. And I was like, do you like, people would literally be like, Oh my God, like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, well, (laughs) like, but it was so healing to be like, I dove into the freezing cold water and like Feel like being surrounded by the mountains and like Mm -hmm. being with my best friend and all of that was so healing. And the next day, like my knees were pretty flared up and I still was like looking back going, wow, like I got to experience that. And I had a feeling that I might be a little bit flared out the next day, but it was so worth it. And like, so another thing that I like to do when I'm really flared up is like thinking of a time that you felt like completely just like Free and loose and relaxed and like I like to think of personally times when I felt like childlike, like when I went to Shambhala the music festival in Canada, um, end of like almost exactly a month ago in July, I think of like I had these huge like water guns and my friend Derek and I spent an hour standing in the river refilling these huge like shotgun water guns like yeah. it, it shoots water it goes, boom and like splats you it's like hard like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that, like how to make it whatever. So people can see it, but it like shoots that shit as if it's like a water bullet. And we literally had a water gun fight for an entire hour. And our friends are standing on the like, whatever beach, just like laughing at us. And I cannot Mm -hmm. remember the last time I laughed that hard. Yeah, Like I laughed so hard. It was Mm -hmm. amazing. And honestly, lately, anytime that I need to come back into my like own body and my own mind, I close my eyes, one hand on my heart, one hand, like in my solar plexus and just breathe. And I transport myself back there. Yeah. And anytime lately that I'm feeling super flared up or super out of body or super like wanting to get out of my body. I go back to that place and I am not kidding you. It like makes me feel so much better, even physically. Yeah. Really, really does because I fully transport myself there. I felt that like childlike wonder and excitement. And like, just like I said, I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard. And that goes along with, how Erica and I have been recently talking about like feeling a little bit out of alignment lately and knowing that like, I am not the me that I know is my highest possible vibration and doing anything mm-hmm. I can to get back to that. yeah. And knowing that like every single time that I take myself back to moments like that gets me closer to being back to like the me that I know and love like so deeply and know as like my highest vibration. Yeah. And sometimes flare-ups take you out of that. And, mm-hmm. um, one of my clients works with Joy Yamamoto who is going to be at our retreat speaking and they've been working on instead of t- calling it like a flared up day, she's been calling it a clear out day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so special. She she called it a clear out day. Moments to like clear out all of the clutter in your body, in your mind. Your, your body is basically just saying, hey, like I need a little extra TLC. Can we like work on yeah. this a little bit for a couple days?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important to like, reframe that situation that you're in you know and and try to like find any good perspective out of that for yourself in that moment you know not something like you know cheese ball of like oh my god i love being in pain this is all <laughs> meant to be you know but like meant for in- to be. yeah like for instance like if i get flared out while i'm camping with my friends and we're climbing and then you know i can't climb as hard as i want to or i can't climb as long as i can i really just try to be like okay okay like you're literally in beautiful nature right now like go on a simple walk like sometimes even i'll go off on just like a little walk by myself you know just look at the plants look at the trees like yeah look at like the little insects and stuff like that and then it really grounds me into the moment of like okay there is still so much good happening in this moment other than my physical body not being exactly where I where I want it to be at that moment and it really does help because if you go on a spiral you know and you really get up into your mind literally and get out of your body you're just like purely in your mind you're like this sucks like I can't do this like everyone else is doing that da 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 yep. but then if you're like but wait like but I can still do this. I can still walk from here to there. I could still go check out a sunset. Like when there's this place uh, our friends and I go to yearly, it's called Holcomb Valley, it's in Big Bear in California. And it's like this really special place where it's like you have to have a certain car to be able to get up there because it's not actual like campgrounds, but it's like this amazing place. And there's like these really good lookouts with like amazing sunsets. And like, I just like, you know, what? I'm like, I just, these are the moments that I want to cherish in that moment. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to take away and let my, like my body dictate my mood and dictate my energy, you know, yep. because we give it more power. Like, you know, especially, you know, talking to a lot of clients, like they're very, very focused on their body. And which of course, any disease will bring more attention to your body. It's impossible, you know, when you have the pain, mm-hmm. but we give it more power emotionally and mentally than it really needs to, you know, and finding any small way to just kind of like elevate your mood, elevate your energy, like energetically is something that's really, really important. And I know it's helped like both Rachel and I, you know,
1: Mm -hmm. I really like how you mentioned like taking moments alone. I did that a lot this weekend. Like, it was just little spurts. All I needed was like yeah. five minutes at a time. Yeah. But this this cabin was right on this um lake. Well, technically I was part of the Columbia River, but they like sectioned it off so it feels like a lake. It's very calm water. And I would like take moments where I would just like sit on this like rock that was like facing the water and everyone was behind me, like partying and like drinking and laughing and having fun, which I obviously like was doing too. But there would be moments when I'm like, you know what? I just need a second. And I just want to take this in because I don't get that very often. Like one of the things that I've realized, especially in the past, like six months or so is how much I need time in actual nature like surrounded oh, yeah. by like like when I went on that hike surrounded by mountains immersed in water like paddle boarding like doing all sorts of things hiking and so I would just take moments and like sit at the edge of the water or literally the second we got to this cabin I said hi to everyone and then I walked straight down to the water and stuck my feet in the water mm-hmm. um, another thing that I really like doing is walking barefoot in grass or on dirt like it can be so incredibly grounding like in the literal sense you are grounding your you they call it yeah. like thing um and it sounds like these are all things that seem maybe like common sense, maybe a little bit silly and like, well, duh, of course I'd make, but genuinely try it. Like I guarantee you most oh, yeah. people out there have not like consistently actually tried that. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, I live in the city, right? So there's not a lot of grass. And if there is like, it's, you know, the park down the street, which is fine, but like, it's not the same as being like actually next to like, a you know, water with like an actual lawn or like being, you know, in the mountains or something. And it really is so incredibly grounding. And even just taking like a minute of like closing mm-hmm. your eyes and feeling, through. And like, what I like to picture is literally having like roots from your feet, like climbing down into the earth and like genuinely pulling that energy up through your body, through your soul, like out your head. Um, and it sounds like, I don't know, maybe a little woo woo to some people. And these are the things that I've done for years and years and have been instilled in me and have been such a sacred practice to me. And now I'm feeling so called like to be sharing these things with people because I know how much it helps me and I know how much it will help other people. But honestly, up until this point, like it's been very like, like personal. And now it feels like, okay, more people need to understand that this isn't just about like, you know, witchy, whatever hippie stuff. This is like science that actually works and grounds you and makes your entire being like energetically more calm and like also vibrant at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love all those things too. And the other thing is, is like when I think about camping trips where my body hasn't been feeling well and I was flared up, you know, sometimes I went on a walk because I was like pissed off at myself and pissed off at my body for being the way that it was. And I realized like, you know, really within the like, I don't know, maybe the last three months I've talked about it here on the podcast is that I just like really wasn't offering myself the self-compassion that I needed to in those moments of like, Erica, like, your 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 body is not the same. It can't do what it used to do. It cannot be up to those physical abilities that you were when you were 24, you know, before this disease. And like, just even now, instead of taking that moment to like be angry at myself and just kind of walk it off. Now I'm taking that moment to be by myself, to like offer myself self-compassion and just mm-hmm. be comforting myself of like, yeah, this it does suck. You know, it this is a thing. It's important to acknowledge, though, that this does suck. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that you're just ignoring it and you're like trying to just be positive. That's there. There is a combination of things going on. You know, it's acknowledging your own physical suffering that it does play a part in your your life and your well being, mm-hmm. but also like what can I pull within me? What can I use to ground myself in this moment to to help me. Not stay in that for too long because it's important to feel those feelings. It's important to say this sucks. Like I can't do this the way I used to do. It. Yeah. You know, it, that's okay to tell yourself that, but it's not. You know, it's not good when you stay in that for too long. You know, you you need. It's good to give yourself that that space to kind of feel it, but then you know, how can you heal it? <laughs> you know, like let's move into the yeah. the healing stage of like okay let me go, you know, I don't know, go to a pond or something, not a pond, like a, like if you're by like a lake or something, like put like cold water on your face, like whatever, like ground you back into the moment and realize that like life is so much more than just that pain. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, like, don't think we're just saying like, oh, we, you know, we don't feel it. Like we feel it. I I say this sucks. Like a, a lot of times I'm like, fuck, like, I just want my joints to be good so I can climb like really hard and like you know I have goals and stuff um physically with climbing and stuff and my body does fluctuate so I Mm -hmm. it's not always consistent but I'm really 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 truly learning to just like not be hard on myself of like yeah this this does suck that you cannot keep up with the rest of your friends but I always pull back into like gratitude of like, at least I can climb. Like the fact that I can climb at all, the fact that I can even go on these camping trips, the fact that I could do any of these things, because I remember there were times when I was like so flared out for, you know, Rachel and I have both shared stories where we're like literally bed bound, Mm -hmm. you know, like literally can go barely get yourself to the bathroom. You know, there'd be times where, my shoulders and neck were in so much pain that I couldn't even pull down my own underwear. And my husband had to help me like go to the bathroom. So I do reflect on those times, you know, not in a sense of like ruminating on the past, but like, it really brings me back into the moment of like, wait, actually I'm pretty good right now. Like yeah. it sucks a little bit that I I can't be at my maximum capacity, but at least I have capacity right now to do some things.
1: Yeah. There's a couple aspects to that. One is like, I think that we've said this mantra on like old episodes of like, I've been here before. Yes. I know what it feels like. I know I'll get through this. This is temporary. I'll get through it. This episode is sponsored by 5CBD. We are so excited to be partnering with 5CBD. I've been using these products for months now, and I've been loving their full-spectrum CBD THC products, especially the sleep gummies. Those are my all-time favorite. Studies actually show that using CBD products with small amounts of THC in them has potential to decrease pain and inflammation throughout your body and also reduce feelings of anxiety and depression, which is something that everyone with an autoimmune disease can definitely benefit from.
0: You don't want to miss out on this offer because you'll get a free, full-size, tincture or gummies all you have to do is click the link in our show notes
1: it's also important to like erica said honor what you're feeling and feel through it but then i think it's it's important to process on your own but then you we all have that person that we know will not just be like oh yeah i know my joints hurt too like i was saying with max of like i can process by myself and be off on my own for five minutes and be like Taking in, you know, the scenery, trying to get my mind off of the fact that I'm in pain, but then I can come back to it and come to him and be like, can we talk for a second? Like, I'm just honestly really upset right now because I want to be drinking and I want to be having fun. And I just like can't get myself out of it. And sometimes we need that help from other people. but We have to be willing to like open up to them And know that they are the person that we can come to that are not going to bring it back to themselves in that moment. Because we do all have those people in our lives too. That like, you know, you can talk to them, but you know, in some way they're going to bring it back to themselves, you know? Oh yeah. And I'm just so grateful that like that person for me is my boyfriend that like, he genuinely is there. And he's like, dude, yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Like, I wish, like, what can I do for you? Like, Mm -hmm. and so even the first day that we got to this cabin, Um, literally within an hour, my left knee was like hurting and I don't get shooting pain very often. I get like throbbing pain or like inflammation, like, Mm -hmm. but it was shooting pain. And anytime I get shooting pain, I've talked about this before. It like freaks me out because that's like, it was when I very first got diagnosed. And of course your brain goes straight back to that. of like, Oh my God, it's gonna be terrible. If I have one drink, it's going to get worse. Like on and on Mm -hmm. and on. We all know what that's like. And I talked to him and I was like, dude, I don't have a leave with me and everyone, we all know our, like, you know, our, our medication that works at this point. Right. Yeah. For me, it's Aleve. Like I need Naprox. Dude,
0: Aleve works so yeah. good for me. And for it's other crazy. people, it's
1: ibuprofen. For other people, it's acetaminophen. For other people, it's something else. Like whatever. For me, I know Aleve genuinely works. And so yeah. I was like, I don't have any with me. I have ibuprofen. I have acetaminophen. I thought I had a leave, and I didn't. And so then he's like, well, we should go to the store and get it. And I'm like, ah, like we just got here. I don't want to leave already. Like people are just trying to get here. Like I'll wait, I'll wait. And he's like, are you going to regret it if you don't have it in like another yeah. hour when you're more in pain? And I was yeah. like, yes, I will regret it. And mm-hmm. we're not, we're probably gonna be blocked in by other cars at that point. Cause people keep yeah. thinking. And he was like, let's just go. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'll go, like, I'll take your car. Like you stay here with your friends. He's like, no, he's like, you are not going alone. Like, I think in the back of his mind, it was kind of like, he knew that I was at a lower mental place. Cause I was like, fuck dude, we just got here. Like, why, you know, like, why am I already in pain? And I think that he like kind of saw that and didn't want me to like go by myself, even though it would have been like, you know, less than an hour of like going to the store and coming back. Um, and he was like, no, like I'm going with you. Like, I'm not letting you go alone. Mm-hmm. And I obviously really appreciated it. And we went and we got the leave and I took it right after I bought it and came back. And literally within an hour, like I, it wasn't hurting anymore. And I was like, thank God. Like, and another thing is um, another point is finding things that Can make you feel a little bit better if you are making that boundary in your mind, for instance, like I was like, I'm not going to drink a whole lot because I know that I'll like put me out. I found a boundary in my mind of like, I know that for me personally, marijuana is very healing. Like I don't get like, you know, high out of my mind, but I know that for my body, especially it is very healing. And so I was like, you know what? I am choosing, like I'm going to have my little like vape thing. And like, I'm choosing that over drinking a whole bunch because yeah. I know that it's going to take my mind off of things and it's also going to help my body. And so it's like a little bit better. And you know, the difference there is like, I- Everyone knows, like, when you have marijuana in your system, you get more hungry, right? The munchies are a real thing, and so I'm like, okay, well, I know that I'm gonna be more hungry, but I also know that I actually brought food for myself. Now, that's a whole other thing. So I didn't bring nearly enough food, and everyone was having like all this like amazing food, and I was like sitting there mm. in the corner with like my fucking cucumbers and hummus. So it was amazing, but I was just like, this sucks. Like, they're all yeah. grilled chicken off the grill and like homemade Caesar salad and like mm. all the things, and I was like here I am. You know, like I honestly, that was a little bit, I was a little bummed out, but then I also felt good about like, okay, I'm making this decision for myself. And so in every, this moment, like whatever this moment is, you can find that gratitude for what you're doing for yourself. And honestly, like, I don't really know if this is a real tactic, but this is what I did. I honestly ate as fast as not like shoving my face, but like I tried to eat it fast. I literally, when I was cutting up the cucumbers in the kitchen while everyone's outside enjoying like barbecue food, I was sitting there and I was like, maybe I should just eat this up here and like, you know, shove my face and like that way I'm full and I go down there and like, I don't want any of that stuff. Yeah. But then part of me was like, I'm going to be like even more miserable if I had to hide with my food inside, yeah. you know? So I ended up going downstairs, but I still honestly tried to like eat it as fast as I could. So I didn't have to think about the fact that I was eating something so different than them, which yeah. again, is kind of comical. Like in my mind, that was my solution. Like, let me just mm-hmm. eat this quickly so I can get it done with and I can be full and I don't have to worry about what they're <laughs> eating.
0: Oh yeah. Food. What's crazy is sometimes like, even if you are in pain or you're flared out with hanging out with your friends it can be more torture to me to see people indulging in really delicious food. Because let's face it, you know, when you're sad or you're depressed or like, you know, maybe your body's not feeling well. I know for me personally, I want to indulge in other things. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's a way to kind of satisfy that like Mm. sadness in you. I know a lot of people do that's like emotional eating. But like, you know, when you have an autoimmune disease and you're already on this kind of more, you know, restrictive ish diet, you know, you have to be more, I don't like the word restrictive, but you do have to be more conscious Conscious. of what you eat. You know, it gets kind of frustrating when you see everyone else around you. Not only do they feel good physically in their body, but they can eat food without even thinking about consequences of it. And that's the torture part.
1: That's the biggest trigger for me emotionally. Like I legit, like I love food and also it never fails. Pizza, it triggers oh my more God. than anything. That is my favorite food. And it triggers me more than anything to watch, like, especially like Max, you know, he can eat whatever. Like, he is pretty conscious on a daily basis of what he eats. But, you know, when you're with friends, like, you indulge and he's just eating whatever he wants. And he literally, to this point, knows if he's going to have regular pizza, he literally can't eat it in front of me. Because yeah. whether or not I want to or I'm trying to, I get emotional, not like crying or anything, but I'm like, man, like, screw you. Like this sucks. Like, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't think of what that
0: would be, but yeah, I think pizza is definitely one of those things where pizza or
1: like for me, like donuts. I love donuts donuts. and I haven't had a good donut in almost four years. Like literally I had them at my wedding in 2018 and I don't think I've had them pretty much since. Yeah. Um, and like a good, like real donut, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's amazing like gluten-free vegan options out there, but like they're really they're not the same. Fine. They're, they're not, not the same. No. no and not. so like, like Max has learned by now, like how much food triggers me. And he's like, look, like, you know, basically, like, he doesn't say it in so many words, but it's more, it's that feeling of, like, okay, babe, like, you're gonna get through this, like, you know that food triggers you, and you know mm-hmm. that you have to bring your own food, and it's just what you have to do sometimes, like, you know, it is what it is, um, yeah, but I would say, like, lately, especially, you're right, it's, like, when you already, like, senses and, like, emotions are heightened, and or then you're tired. you throw that in, and you're, like, fuck you, yeah,
0: especially if I'm tired, if I'm feeling yeah. very tired, I know that I like am more like susceptible to making changes to food or uh, making food choices that I know are not going to be mm-hmm. like the greatest for me. Because you're just like, fuck it, I'm tired. I just want to like eat this well, or like whatever. Well, that's the thing is
1: like a lot of those food choices are like things that give you quick like instant gratification and your brain is like so tired that it wants those quick calories and quick burst of energy, all of those, like what we, Erica and I always called like science food, right. Mm -hmm. All of that gives you that quick burst of energy and that like rush in your body of, Oh yes. But then it makes you want more. Right. And so that's the thing with like health promoting foods is that they give you sustainable and like really good energy, but it doesn't give you that quick rush. Like a lot of that, like junk food does. And so when you're super tired, it's obvious that your body's going to want what gives it the fastest amount of energy
0: yeah it's not going to want a salad and some carrots or something like that (laughs) you know um but yeah i you know i was thinking when you talked about um we were talking about like in this moment with the flare you said Mm -hmm. something i don't remember i think it was on the last episode i think it was about what joy said like in this moment just do this one thing but like with flares yeah yeah, and, and then when i'm thinking about flares you know it's like and like this moment will pass and I had posted this was like was November of 2021 it's like one of my most like popular um posts that I ever posted on my Instagram and it was a mantra that I've created when I was in the worst flare of my life when I was like bed bound for three months um and it, it's on my Instagram it's called flare up mantra and the mantra is this pain will pass. I have been here before. I honor my body with rest, nutritious food, hydration, and self-compassion. I surrender to this moment of suffering. I am in tune with my body. I'm aware of what triggers uh, what triggers my symptoms. When I give myself space to reflect, I am patient with myself as I work through this. This will pass. Like literally, I used to say that to myself while I'd have to take a really hot shower when I was flared mm-hmm. up, and it it really would calm my nervous system because I was like this is going to pass this is not going to be like forever for me and I know when we get flared up it feels like forever like you get it's very scary sometimes where you're like especially if it's a new joint you're thinking oh my gosh now this joint is always going to be swollen or now this is going to get worse and it kind of like spirals that so it's really important if anything you know when you're going through flare-ups having a way to nurture yourself in that moment of whatever. You know, even calling – even calling a friend you know like say you can't go out and hang out with someone i know it's uncomfortable for a lot of us when we're not feeling good to call somebody and go hey i'm not feeling good like mm. can we talk it's uncomfortable like i still struggle sure. even my closest of friends i still feel weird saying like hey can like basically can you make me laugh can you like can we have a conversation yeah. to like distract me but i know the times that i do like put myself out there like I get lost in the conversation and then I stop thinking about my body, which is like yeah. really freaking nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, living with an autoimmune disease takes a lot of trial and error of like, you know, what makes you feel really good. And just because one thing makes me feel good, doesn't mean it's going to make you feel good, but it's good to have something you can rely on that is like within your means all the time, you know, yeah. cause you may not be able to go to a spa, get a massage, do this, do that. But like, if you have something inward that you can pull upon to get you through that moment, it really is going to make this a lot easier for
1: all of us. Yeah. Things like the mantras that you just said, or creating your own things yeah, like what right. I talked about, about like going inward and thinking about a time that you just felt more like childlike. Cause face it, like Every single one of us, even with like not even thinking about the autoimmune disease aspect of things, how much do we all joke about like, God, life was so easy as a kid, you know, like I didn't have to Mm -hmm. worry about anything. I just like played and like, you know, danced and laughed and like, we need more of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like we need more of that every single one of us, no matter how silly we are in our daily life and like coming back to that, that's always within you. You can always come back to that. But on top of that, there's always like things outwardly that you can do. Like we talked about getting outside, maybe like reading a book. I, um, before we started recording, talked about how I'm even more diligent when I'm flared up about like listening to positive things like podcasts or like high vibe music. I don't ever watch anything like a drama or a horror film or anything like that, especially when I'm flared up. Um, I, I reach for like those like silly rom-com movies, like stuff like that, that are just going to like take my mind off things. Um, walking barefoot in the grass, getting in nature, maybe lighting a candle, lighting some incense, moving your shoulders, like squeeze. Sometimes I literally just sit here and like squeeze my arms or like mm-hmm. hold my joints or I'll have yeah. max, like massage my hands, like little things mm-hmm. like that. Like if physical touch is your love language, like I was just about to say,
0: no, that's what I was going to mention that I've totally forgot about as we were talking, but physical touch. So like if Like, asking my husband to, like, kind of, like, rub my arms or just, like, Mm -hmm. lightly rub me, that makes me feel so good. Like, it really, it really does. Like, I feel loved. I feel just, like, supported. I feel, like, I can literally feel all, you know, serotonin and everything coming into my brain. I'm like, Oh, feels good. And that helps with pain.
1: I was just going to say that skin to skin contact. There's a reason like when babies are born, they put the child right on the mom's chest, like naked chest skin to skin contact is so healing. And our hands are so incredibly healing. Like There's a reason that when like Reiki practitioners or massage therapists, like they put their hands on you, they're healing you, right? Yeah. And when someone that loves you so genuinely, whether it's a friend, family member, spouse, partner, whatever, is putting their hands on you whether or not that is like your one primary love language, that is going to be so healing. And especially when it's you putting your hands on yourself, Yeah. like how often do we genuinely actually like caress or like squeeze our shoulders or give ourselves a hug Mm -hmm. or like massage? Like if you're putting like, I I use CBD cream all the time. So like when you're massaging that in and rather than just like, you know, quickly like rubbing it in, like you're like yeah. dodging and giving yourself that space. And like, it might take an extra minute to like, give yourself that time, but it's going to feel a lot better. And also when your mind is in the right place, because our minds are so incredibly powerful, we have the power to cure ourselves of some of that pain. Am I saying you're going to be cured completely? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. But
0: relieve like, some of the pain. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, that's the right word I'm looking for. But yeah, like you're not going to completely cure yourself, but you will feel a little bit of relief. And it really is so powerful like the the power of our mind and when we truly believe and have intention behind something. Honestly, all of these tips that we've just given you all come from the intention behind it, which is something that we always come back to if yeah. you're listening to the podcast for a while.
0: Yep. Yep, i think the takeaway for me like with flares or like what i've really learned to do fundamentally is just trying to keep myself calm trying to keep my nervous system calm like if i you know go lay down i lo- like i'm so ritualistic too about like my heating pads like i have this really nice heating pad that i use that has like lavender in it and so like warming that up, like putting that on my neck, like that's soothing too, you know, Mm. like propping myself up with really comfy pillows and a soft blanket, like all those things kind of give me that sensation of, you know, feeling comforted and feeling safe. And I think that's really important when you have an autoimmune disease is like that feeling of safety because you don't feel safe in your body. Sometimes you really don't feel safe. So creating whatever, you know, um, habits or rituals around, you know, things that make your
1: body feel good is really important. Yeah. And that, like, I think that you, you mentioned like a comfy pillow, not just like, oh, I'm going to prop myself up with the pillow. Like genuinely going like the extra two seconds, like we talked, like I just said about like taking an extra minute to genuinely massage something in rather than just slapping it on your joints, like taking it a step further with intention behind what you're doing. You know? Um, I think that that does make a really big difference. and. Same thing with like, honestly, I think laughter out of all of these things that we just talked about, it's laughter. It's raising your vibration from the inside out, Mm -hmm. all these outside things you can always bring in. There's always going to be something that you can do from the outside. Yeah. It's coming from within and like also having those people in your life that you can trust and rely on to help you bring you back to who you are outside of the disease. Cause again, like Erica said, you, sometimes we can feel trapped in our body or like scared of what's to come. Yeah. When you have people around who genuinely know who you are deep down inside and they can help to bring that back out there's nothing better
0: oh yeah and if you don't have anyone you can you know that can help bring out that laughter or whatever you you feel awkward doing it by yourself literally i have this guy sebastian his last name starts with m i'm gonna butcher it but he's this italian guy and he has a bunch of like netflix um comedy stuff and my husband and I put that on. He knows when I don't feel well. He's like, "Let's put on this," and I always end up busting up of laughter like the entire si- time. So you could go find fr- yeah. find a freaking comedy. You know, yeah. so many of us have Netflix and Hulu and HBO yeah. and like all this stuff. Like, find something that is gonna like just shift that energy within you. And it's you know, it's things are e- it's easy to like forget that we have all these things accessible yeah. to us, you know, because we're thinking about like big picture things of yeah, like I up. need to go. Yeah. Like I need to get this to be able to get out of my pain or to like, make me feel better. I need to go shopping or whatever. It's like, there's a lot of things within our own home and within our own body that we're able to tap in such as breathing, you know, there's like so many different things. Um, But we hope this is, you know, helpful to you guys. We hope that uh, you guys took something that you didn't even think about before listening to this episode. That's what we're here for, to just share like the things that have helped us. And obviously there's probably way more that we haven't thought of, but we've got more episodes to come.
1: (laughs) Yeah. oh yeah and of course as always in true Rachel and Erica fashion this turned out to be a way longer episode than we thought because we just get on a roll with uh, 20 minutes 20 minutes we no. literally
0: I can't tell I can't count how many times I've said 20 minutes to you and then it just yeah. ends up yeah we
1: literally can't that's the thing we yeah. I don't I don't know <laughs> yeah.
0: there's just it's There's no simple answers to a lot of this. There's like a lot. We've experienced a lot and we know a lot. So it's like, it's hard to just like pinpoint. But I I feel like we... I've, there's some stuff here that you guys can take. A- there's maybe there's, one, yeah, or <laughs> yeah, one or two things. Um, yeah, And guys, if you use these things, let us know, like, let us know if you went and did any of these things today, if you're feeling flared out, yeah. you know,
1: or if there's something else, like maybe there's something that we didn't say that like is personal to you or like is maybe a little bit silly, but works to help you raise your vibration. Like we want to hear about it. I would love to hear like, especially those like little things that are like silly, but we all have our things, you know?
0: Yep. All right, guys.
1: We will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our autoimmune and you podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support.
0: Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people.